0: Probably saw him on Last Chance U seasons three and four, I believe, on Netflix, where he led Independence to first a championship. They asked me to do a podcast. It's the Coach JB Show with the fabulous Sarah Blake. I ain't no math major, but I'm a hustler. I'm gonna give it to you raw and uncut. that's Coach JB. sarah cheek mother of four and an OnlyFans content creator. I want to give an unfiltered, be real, true evaluation of different things and, and really share my opinion. Fucking slap Fucking slap down brass trash, All well. in, all gas, no breaks. I love sports, that's just a part of who I am. Even and close she's got sports blood in her so she's on the cover of fHm magazine and the coach I'll never stop trying to reach the top because I still remember how the bottom feel this is an anomaly this guy right here this is a unicorn ain't nobody gonna say shit about jb i got a on my shoulder. Trying to eliminate this soft society we have. I'll drink my yak and smoke my stick, and I'll get it back cracking What up, what up, what up? Real Coach JB. Wake up, wake up, wake up. Coach JB Show, man. The Wake Up Show right here. The only one live cracking on YouTube every morning, 6 a.m. Pacific on the West Coast. 9 a.m. Pacific on the East. We get it cracking every morning, man. Come join us, especially after this whole crazy first weekend of uh, college and NFL football combined. The first one of many of 17 of them or so, including the national title game that'll be mixed in there. Uh, lots to discuss, man. Uh, 1 o'clock p.m. today, the Coach A.B. show with Sarah Blake will be joining, uh, be live. Zach Smith. Zach Smith. Uh, will join us as usual, and then, um, tonight I have the RPO Halftime Show with my main man, Matt McChesney, during halftime of the first NFL game tonight, as Denver takes on Seattle, Russell Wilson makes his home return back to Seattle, and, um... That'll be interesting. We'll break down the college weekend along with the NFL weekend, along with the current halftime game of the Denver-Seattle game tonight, live right here on this YouTube channel. Probably around 6 p.m. Pacific, I would say. Uh, I think the game starts at 5, so we're going to try to be on right around halftime. So join us today, this morning, today, and tonight. I'm a a full-time grinder here on these uh, Mondays, so... Hey, it's Merciless Monday, man. We take no mercy on this Merciless Monday here on the Coach JB Show. Uh, I'm just getting all my ducks in a row here. You know, I ad-lib my shows. I don't really write these motherfuckers up or nothing, but we're going to get after it. I know I'm just going to talk some football. Uh, This show is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. Head on over to BetOnline.ag. Use promo code bleav 50-50. And get you fifty percent off welcome bonus. Head on over to betonline.ag. A uh, lot of shit to play bet the game tonight. Monday night game. A lot of odds in there. A lot of uh, a lot of fucking winners in there. Hit that up. Let me know how it goes. Uh, also, canadipcbd.com. You can get you some today. Use my promo code all caps. Coach JB all caps. Check it out. Go get you some canadipcbd.com. Promo code Coach JB. Appreciate everybody joining me on this wake up morning, wake up call show on the Coach JB show. Lots to discuss today, man. Lots to discuss. Head on over to CoachJBStore.com and get you some merch. We got a bunch of merch, man. All kind of fire ass merch you could get um, from these damn tumblers to coffee mugs to uh, shirts, hoodies, sweaters, you name it. We got it. Short, fat, skinny, and tall. We got it all. Plus these fly shirts with Sarah's beautiful self on there. We got it all. Go over there. Head on over to CoachJBStore.com. And you can grab you some whiskey. Some Slapdick Whiskey, of course. The legendary one and only Slapdick Whiskey. So head on over there and check it out. Man, we're going to get into all kinds of different things. I see the chat blurring up. Um, We're going to get into the QB situations, the weekend of college football. And, uh... All my tweets and TikToks and IG stories. (laughs) Barstool Sports tweeted out a video of me breaking down uh, Kyler Murray. That shit blew up. So it is what it is. Um, A lot of the shit I've said, I don't even take track of what I say, man, because people hit me up and like, damn, coach, you called it. Called what? Uh, Scott Frost got fired. Oh, yeah. Well, I knew knew that. I think I said that on the corn-crazed podcast. Um, I think I've called Kyler Murray being horrible. I think I've called Baker Mayfield being horrible. I think I've called Carson Wentz being horrible. I think I've called Derek Carr being horrible. And they all looked pretty bad last night. Carson Wentz looked a little bit better. But, again, we're playing Jacksonville. Don't make any mistakes about it. Jacksonville could be a little better this year. I didn't say they were going to come out and win fucking 10 football games. Carson Wentz, let's pump the brakes on having a good weekend. Let's pump the brakes on Baker finally showing up in the fourth quarter to bring their team back and take the lead. Showed some nuts and guts for once. Finally showed some nuts and guts. Uh, Brian Case, I appreciate you pumping me up. I also did call KU beating West Virginia as the can't-miss pick of the week. I'm going to try to hit those every week, the can't-misses, man, because I think I just know. I told you, KU, I got a $100 bet with Sarah. KU is on the rise. Seven-game season, seven-game winners this year. KU, Jayhawks. Good friend of mine, Coach Lance Leopold's the head coach there. He does a good job. Um... So it is what it is, man. You can say what I, you can say what you want, but I love the slander, the haters, the dick riders on Twitter and everywhere else because it is unbelievable uh, to hear all the dick riding specialists out there when they all want to talk that shit. Uh, someone this morning, I, Barstool posted a thing, and I and then you know there are five million people or whatever in there, so I'm just scrolling through it at three o'clock in the morning, and I'm seeing these. These fucking people, and I had to respond. I just responded by saying, I love all the coaches in the comments. <laughs> it is unbelievable how many coaches are in those comments that are actually fucking working at Winchell's as we speak, serving people in the drive-thru. But they all are on there talking, and that shit is just unfucking believable. Um, but it is what it is, man. Uh, I'm being blown up by everybody. Sean Salisbury, former uh, NFL quarterback, uh, USC Trojan, just said something about me on Twitter. Let me see what he said. Um, I missed what he said, so I don't know. I can't find shit. It's so hard to find shit on here. Um, I'm my, my phone is going absolutely berserk, so I don't know how to uh, check it out. Um Oh yeah, this guy's a fucking joke artist. Um, let's see. Yeah, Sean Salisbury is uh, responding to the uh, is responding to the Texans punting the football away um, late in the game, so to play for overtime, or to play for the tie, uh, you know, it is what it is, I said, I responded by saying, um, it was a job security call, it was a job security situation, he wasn't, Lovey just got the job, he wasn't gonna, He was gonna have job security issue, you know what I mean, so, um, so it is what it is. Um, I hit up Sean Salisbury See if he wants to jump on the show live real quick <laughs> Everybody else seems to think uh, Sean's a good dude I like Sean I, I reached out to him a while back I told him I'm a fan Chris Dill, man. love, Shout out. Make sure you guys all pound the like button, hit the subscribe button, and become a member. $1.99, man. Like I said, you're going to get some inside information here. You're going to get it with me and Matt on Monday nights. You're going to get Zach coming in on Mondays. And you got Matt coming on Wednesdays. Uh, we got great guests all week long. Me and Sarah uh, talk SEC, Pac-12 football. We talk it all. So short, fast, skinny, and tall. Uh, anyway, I can go on and on and on. But... It's funny when I break down this Kyler Murray call, uh, breakdown. Um, I break down Kyler Murray and it blows up. I think it's got like 2 million views on TikTok. Um, all kind of other shits going on with it. Barstool retweets it. So I haven't slept. <laughs> the motherfuckers are talking about coaches wrong. That's why he's a Juco coach. That's why this. I love hearing the naysaying haters on there. It fucking blows my mind. Yeah, coach is wrong. How is the receiver going to block the corner? He can't move. What's he going to do? Grab him after the play? <laughs> like, it is blows my mind that you know that you can reset a player. You know that you can shift a player. You know you can move players, right? So, the point of the whole story is... He don't know nothing about the protection, meaning him being Kyler Murray or this dick writing hater on Twitter. So if you understand protection, we could actually move the protection, but we're going to break that all down tonight with Matt and we're going to get into how Kyler did not understand what the fuck he was looking at and how you paid him a quarter of a billion dollars to not understand what my high school quarterback would understand my high school quarterback would understand that pass protection and understanding that side adjust or that hot. And it's, it blows my mind. You see all these people on TikTok and, all, and on Twitter. You're wrong. The old line should have slid that way. Da, 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 da. Really? The old line should have slid that way when there were six guys in the box with a seventh edition. Like, shut the fuck up. No, he shouldn't have. He shouldn't have. So it blows my fucking mind that you guys think these people know what the fuck they're talking about. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to get into all that, man. I'm going to show up a few things and um it's going to be live. Give me 1 minute. Let me give me give me 1 minute, man. I got to get my dog real quick. I'll be right back. Four. It's all about this. You play for this, no matter what level you're at. You play for championship. I said you there an interview, and we're gonna make sure that I find out what is this damn number. If you understand, somebody's watching Alright man, uh, mornings are fucking hard on me I got a girl dog in heat I got two boy dogs trying to fight over each other I got them fighting over pussy I got everything Pussy's on your feet, you remember that um, So look Jermaine Johnson, shout out to him Got a sack on Lamar Jackson yesterday So you see my players out here eating. Uh, it's great to see I talked to Jermaine last night Told him to keep his head up I said the team, the Jets are better. They're better than they were. Um, I love when people come out and talk about, and I'm just recapping the weekend. I love when people talk about, Coach, you're wrong. Lamar Jackson threw three touchdowns. He was good. <laughs> I said he threw three bombs, what he does well. That's what he's known for, throwing deep balls. And let's just see how he, how well he does <clears throat> Against anyone but the fucking Jets. Calm down. It's the fucking Jets. And I'm talking on the other side, being being devil's advocate, telling my guys, hey, you guys are a lot better than you were last year. There's no doubt. You're better on the roster side. You're better on the coaching staff side. You're better on the culture side. I said, but you're not ready to beat a Ravens team yet. But at the same time, You're not great either And Lamar Jackson's not fucking that good Just calm down But we'll see And I just gotta be honest He should've took the 290 million dollars dog Come on man Ignorance is truly life threatening And I'm all about betting on yourself And I'm all about scared money don't make money You know me I say it all the time Scared money don't make money I'm, I'm with it I get it But you turned down 130 guaranteed. All right, what was it? Yeah, 130 million guaranteed. 275 million over the over the life of the contract. Come on, man. Are you kidding me? Knock on fucking wood that that man. I love Lamar Jackson as a character. I love him as an athlete. I think he's a fucking freak. But knock on wood, he don't get hurt. That young man don't get hurt. Because he turned down that bag and allowed ego, allowed the Cleveland Browns who took a micro-penis, pedophile, weirdo, creepy fuck and set the marketplace at fucking this. And there just has to be an understanding that there's not another team that's going to fucking come that high. There's not another team that's going to do what the Browns did again. The Browns set the market, and they also set the precedent. And ain't nobody going to come near it. I'm telling you right now, ain't nobody coming near that 230 or 50 guaranteed million guaranteed. Ain't nobody doing it. And Lamar Jackson, being his own agent, hurt himself by not having somebody that knows this business. (sighs) Ah. And he turned down much more money than I would have ever even nearly offered him. I I, got to be honest, dog. I got to be real with you. He turned down more money than he's even closely worth. I mean, dog. I'm sorry, man, but this is the thing, dog. Let me me break this down to you real quick because there's so many things to get into this morning. Number one. Lamar Jackson won the MVP. Lamar Jackson's had no issues off the field. He's been, he's been great in the community and all those things, okay? Um, let me get a quote of the day. It's ticking on the bottom of the th- thing. I didn't even say it. Separation comes from preparation. Make sure you understand that. Separation comes from preparation. There's a reason they put that film contract in Kyler Murray's fucking clause, and it clearly showed last night. I pointed it out, even though it's one play, well, I could have pointed out uh, 20 plays. And it is clear that him and the head coach are not on the same wavelength as far as calling plays. Because if they were, you'd have a completely different schematics going on. They were in quads on that fucking play, by the way. To the left. He's a right-handed quarterback. Everything's fucked up from the jump. (laughs) I'm not even going to get into all that. But Lamar Jackson is is a great kid, human, perfect kid you want to represent in your your, your, your organization. All those things. Great, I understand it. But, dog, at the end of the day, you still have to produce and win championships. He's done nothing. Lamar Jackson's done nothing. Of significance. And I told you about this fucking MVP thing in the NFL. It is a popularity vote, whether it's good or bad, on or off the field. Let me break it down. Aaron Rodgers won the last two. Why? Because he's controversial off the field. Plus, we know he's the best ball spinner on it. Lamar Jackson that year was a popular guy. He came in ripping it, running around, freaking nature, all that shit. But we knew he wasn't gonna win no real games. Anyone, guys that I know, the guys that I know knew he wasn't gonna win no meaningful playoff game, but they gave him the fucking MVP. Steve Nash beat Kobe Bryant twice for an MVP in the NBA. <clears throat> you don't think it's a popularity vote? You think Steve Nash deserves it over Kobe fucking Bryant? And then they played in the playoffs that same year? And Kobe fucking ripped his ass in a seven-game series and dominated him. But yet, Steve Nash got the fucking MVP. It is not the best. I'm just telling you. So... We're going to see the issues that you're going to see when Lamar Jackson faces a team other than the Jets, A. And B... When he can't stop throwing the football deep. Because if you ever see him throwing crossing routes or digs or curls or fucking even quick balls, he can't throw them. He can throw the ball deep, though. That's his comfort zone because he's used to loaded boxes, man free, cover zero. Let's fucking, let's fucking get everybody to, to bite in down the box and we'll throw over the top. That's what he can do. So why wouldn't they do that? That's what they do. That is their offense. Why do you think Harbaugh has bought all the way in with all the quarterbacks they have on that roster? McSorley, him, Huntley. They're all the same quarterback. RG3 that's retired now. All the same. They run the same offense no matter who the quarterback is in that particular offense. The only team in the NFL doing it, by the way. The only team in the NFL that has bought all the way in... And is completely sold on running triple option, double option, and RPO. Go watch any other team. Justin Fields in Chicago. They do it. And then the backup. Who is the backup? Last year was who? The big redhead. He came in and they run the a pro-style offense. Completely different than what they do with Justin Fields. Trey Lance comes in last year for Jimmy G. What do they do? They run a little triple, a little RPO. When Jimmy G, what do they do? Pro style, completely different offense. No other team in the NFL runs the same offense with the backup quarterbacks. They run a completely different offense because it's just not smart for the NFL to run your quarterback who makes the most money on any roster consistently like they do our uh, Lamar Jackson. So, having said that, I'm rooting for Lamar Jackson. Cats got me twisted thinking I'm a hater. I'm not a fucking hater. I don't give a fuck about all that. I tell the truth. Coach, you, you only show black quarterbacks. and they, it, Really. First of all, I've only coached black quarterbacks, A. So if you want to try to throw the race card at me, stop being a fucking idiot. I laugh at it, and I, I even retweet it so everyone else can say, Get the fuck out of you, dumbass. Those are just straight-up haters that know nothing. So it's it's funny. So, Henry Mann, because it's black, right? It's a black quarterback, right? That's why you're mad? (laughs) Uh, Having said that, though, I think I've broke down Baker, Wentz, a bunch of shitty-ass fucking performances from Kirk Cousins in the past. I think I've broke down Mm. shitty performances from everybody. Tom Brady last night. Did I not break him down? Did I not put a video out of Tom Brady fluttering the fucking football? I think I did. I, have no give a, I don't give a fuck who the quarterback is. You play good, you play bad. I'm going to show you the good, the bad, and the ugly and everything in between. Give a fuck about your color. So, having said that, there is winners in this league and there's losers in this league. And winners in this NFL thing. That win Super Bowls, throw the ball from the pocket on time, in rhythm, to receivers that are running around. So, stop with the bullshit that I'm a hater. Motherfucker, I don't give a fuck anyway if you think I'm a hater. A, but B, I'm showing you real shit. And if you can't handle the truth and it puckers your little buttholes up, you have options on who the fuck to follow, homie. You have options on who to follow and who to fucking troll, motherfucker. God damn. So, Cousins looks like he's pretty fucking good to me. I don't know about a thief. I think that motherfucker's better than people think. He's a. Uh, let me ask you this: You take Dak Prescott or Kirk Cousins now? <laughs> Shit, I told you, let Kirk Cousins get an offensive-minded coach. Let, let Kirk Cousins get an offensive coach and see how good he is. And what happened yesterday? He looked pretty fucking good to me. Um, but anyway, um, having said that, make sure you follow my Patreon. It's in my link tree on my bio on all my social media platforms. Me and Matt will be having updated live videos on there that you can't get anywhere else. So you have to become a member on Patreon. Um, so anyway, Lamar Jackson threw three touchdowns over the top of the coverage last night in verse cover zero receivers beat the the secondary, and everyone's blowing him up like he's the best thing ever. I'm like, okay, let's see him throw a fucking hitch. Um, anyway, moving on to college, I'll get back. We got a lot of NFL to talk about, a lot of college to talk about. Uh, I want to get to this segment that I call, but what do I know? But what do I know? Right? Because I talk about it all the time. What the fuck do I know? Well, that's going to be a segment on all the platforms now, all the shows. But what the fuck do I know? Because it, it, it's crazy to me that I got NFL and Division One coaches texting me privately after I post a video. And they're like, dog, you're giving away all this free game. These motherfuckers don't even know what the fuck you're putting out there. I go, I know, coach. I, I know. And he goes, and then you got to deal with all the fucking people that think they do know. And it's like, how do you deal with that? I go, I don't even care no more. I just talk shit back. He goes, God damn, that shit's crazy. He goes, we got to get you back to coaching. And I'm like, I hear you. But it is what it is, right? So having said that, but what do I know segment brought to you by betonline.ag. Head on over to betonline. Use the promo code Believe BLEAV50. Get you 50% off. Monday Night Football starts tonight. Go get it. Uh But what do I know when I talk about the transfer portal being as shitty as it is, watering down college football? But what do I know when I say the landscape is completely open to anyone beating anyone? Have I not said it on this show? Did I not say it just a couple days ago? Did I not do a video on Twitter about it? Did I not talk about it on my shows here? And people just, nah, coach, hell no. Really? So, Appalachian State goes into A&M, a $40 million booster-loaded roster. Coach makes $10 million a year. The head coach, Coach Clark at, at Appalachian, uh, Appalachian State, makes $425K a year. But what do I know? Appalachian State has one four-star player on their roster, FYI. One. Texas A&M has 56 four- or five-star players. Go look it up. Go Google it. Go check it out. Go look it up. $425,000 the head coach makes. Texas A&M special teams coordinator makes $1 million. So what do you think Appalachian State special teams coordinator makes? I'd say maybe 100k, maybe 100k, maybe 100k. Maybe 100k. What do you think their quarterback coach makes? 45, 50? You know, A&M's quarterback coach makes $325,000. Almost as much as the head football coach at Appalachian State. But what do I know when I say it's watered down and Appalachian State deserves to not have themselves even mentioned with the Texas A&M when it comes to going to their fucking house and beating them in a low-scoring affair when they just scored 61 points on North Carolina, another Power 5 team. So now Appalachian State can show that they can score 60 on you in a Power 5 school, and they can show they can beat you a higher-ranked team in a low-scoring affair. But what do I know? (laughs) 56 four- and five-star players. Appalachia State has one. And by the way, Bruce Helms, they did it to Michigan in 2007. They weren't even a Division I team yet. I hope you do know that. They were an FCS school at the time they beat Michigan. So... (laughs) But what do I know? Marshall beats Notre Dame. Marshall beats Notre Dame. Head coach at Marshall makes I think $825,000. Head coach at Notre Dame makes three and a half million with incentives. The, the 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 pool of money for the roster and the staff is completely Notre Dame's probably worth uh, they probably have a ten million dollar budget uh, as far as staff pool. Marshall may have uh, three million total, maybe. Uh, Marshall goes to Notre Dame and beats Notre Dame. But what do I know? It's not watered down, Coach. <laughs> So Marshall, Marshall University, we are Marshall, which I love dearly. I have a special place in my heart for Marshall because I tripped him. Byron Lefkowitz was actually, uh, actually took me on my visit for the weekend out of JUCO when I was there. Marshall has no business playing with Notre Dame. No business. <laughs> Appalachian State has no business playing with North Carolina or Texas A&M. No business. Georgia Southern has no business scoring that many points on Nebraska. Which ultimately was Scott Frost's demise and firing him. And I think I've said that as well. But what do I know? I don't know shit. I think I've said Scott Frost probably won't make it through the weekend. I told everyone they are going to struggle versus Georgia Southern. I said it on the Corn Craze show that I thought... There is, once there's a cloud over your program, it is almost undeniably impossible to get out of. Can't get from out of it, man. No matter what the talent is, no matter what your staff looks like, no matter what the money's being thrown around. If there is an aura over that place, you're not getting out of it. Right now, Scott Fry's in Nebraska has an aura over them that you cannot escape. You cannot escape it. And they have a bad aura. And I told you that he probably wouldn't make through the weekend. He probably wouldn't make, make it through the weekend. And he did not make it through the weekend. I told you KU was going to beat West Virginia. I told you they were going to be on their way. And guess what it is. West Virginia was down 28-7. I mean, uh, West Virginia was up 28-7 and you know how bad my Twitter was being blown up? How shitty I am on pics and how I don't know nothing and whoop dee whoop whoop and I'm just sitting there laughing like what the fuck do I know? And then all of a sudden it goes zoop, quiet crickets. <laughs> then I hear crickets. Well, what do I know? <laughs> And then they win. They score 49 or whatever and beat them. But what do I know? How the fuck do I know all this? I don't know, coach. You just be... No, it's because, motherfucker, you guys don't understand. There's a difference between experience, hands-on fucking experience doing this thing and not. I also said USC would boat race Stanford. Stanford. Did I not did I not say USC would boat race Stanford oh my bad thank you hey I appreciate you Garrett Garrett Higgins got some money off of me I know certain things and then when you talk about me uh oh, coach you was 50 50 on McAfee let me show you let me tell you something last year when I went on Pat show to do that Friday show about weak college football all I was I was just picking fun games for fun show. I didn't you know, look into it, dive deep into it, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm going to tell you the same thing. If I do go back on Pat show, this is the thing. Football at college level has been watered down. So I can tell you how this is what's happening. Do you know how hard it is to predict college football at this stage in this landscape right now? Do you know how hard it is to fucking predict college football with 17 to 22-year-olds that transfer every semester and you have a new roster every weekend? Do you understand how hard it is to predict something like that? I just want you to think about it. How hard it is to predict something like that. It is almost impossible. It is almost impossible. So please miss me with all that shit. Okay, Um, like I'm just being honest. Please miss me with the bullshit. And then when I say I know certain shit and I get it and everyone's like, damn, Coach, you called it. It's because there's certain things that I know that I'm not going to miss on because it is fucking experience-based, hands-on experience-based shit that you on Twitter making donuts... And brewing my coffee will never understand, but you all know that Kyler Murray could not have protected that last night. It's an impossibility. <laughs> oh man! And then they sh- and then the guy has the picture. Uh, somebody showed a picture of the guy talking shit, and some guy, uh, a, fa- a fan of mine, put his picture up there, and he's definitely like an accountant or some crazy shit. And I'm just like, dog, you guys absolutely kill me. You absolutely kill me with your rhetoric. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about, but you all assume to know everything about everything. Shit kills me. So you got App State beating A&M on the road. You got Georgia Southern beating Nebraska in Memorial fucking Coliseum on the road. Georgia Southern. 670 yards total offense or some shit like that and you got marshall beating notre dame on the fucking road in one weekend one saturday not over a year not over a fucking year one saturday So now you will listen to me maybe when I say college football is watered down. But what do I know? (laughs) What the fuck do I know? So anybody can go in anywhere and beat anyone at any given time. I've told you that. And I I saw it when I said... So by the way, on the NFL weekend, the only game I lost was last night's game, Dallas. The only fucking game I lost last night, by the way. Remember, I picked over and under. So I picked the spread. So... Every spread I picked on NFL Sunday was correct, except for Dallas. I picked Dallas actually to cover that 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 Tampa game, but I should have known better. But I knew Tampa was good on D, but I didn't think fucking Dallas would fucking lay an egg. Um, and I'm gonna be honest with you, dog. Robert Rose, you're not lying, man. Some people don't listen, they hear. They hear you because they're you know what? You know what the difference is between listening and hearing? And you can tell me all your definitions and all that? This is the real definition of listening and hearing. When you hear someone, you're already waiting to speak. You already want to talk. When you listen, you think about what you want to say. And that's the difference. When you hear me, you're already ready to talk. Have you ever, have you ever talked to a motherfucker who's already you already know is in disagreement? And you're talking to him, and he's like this. (laughs) And if you couldn't see, I was moving my mouth as if I'm ready to talk while you're talking. Because that's what dick writers do. When you're talking, and you know they're in disagreement, they're already like this. "Uh, uh, uh," Because these motherfuckers aren't listening. They're hearing you because they want to speak already. Have you ever listened? Have you ever seen a motherfucker listening to somebody? Like I have guests on my show, right? I had Bernard Pollard. He's talking about Lamar Jackson. He's breaking down Lamar Jackson. And we still have dick writers in the chat talking about, you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> this motherfucker won a Super Bowl on the Ravens. But he don't know what he's talking about. But anyway, I'm listening to him like this. Quietly. I don't have a fucking thing to say. Besides my next question that's already on my thing. I'm not sitting there like this. How can you do that and fucking listen? If your mouth is already moving. You're just hearing me, motherfucker. You're not listening to me. So how about you shut the fuck up and listen instead of hear everybody. And maybe you'll be okay. Wilkie, become a member, man. I appreciate you. We go fucking 6 a.m. every day. I kind of morning show every day right here. Unless I say I can't make it, but usually I'm here. Uh, I go 1 p.m. Pacific, me and Sarah Blake every day. When we have guests on, we have certain people on every day. And then uh, Monday nights, tonight. Monday's my loaded weekday. Uh, Matt McChesney's on with me tonight. During halftime of the NFL game, we will break down the college weekend and the NFL game on video. We will show video. I will get on the board. We will break down everything football uh, tonight at halftime of the NFL game. The RPO show, we call it. Real passionate and offensive. The RPO show. Not run pass option, motherfucker. It's not Lamar Jackson. All right, so please start listening instead of hearing. Please start listening instead of hearing. I want to make an announcement, too, if you don't know. Um, I told you guys, Wido, who's on my show, every, usually a fan favorite, he's on my show. Hector, by the way, Capo, uh, Stat Dat, he has his own betting show. By the way, he won again last night. He wins all the time. He gives you guys a lot of freebies. He is coming on my show, or he's going to be on his own show, right here on this network, right after this morning show, starting today. So make sure you understand, Hector is going to be on the show right after this. Christian, uh, or Hector, drop the link right here so I could throw it in on the ticker. Um, Christian, I mean, Hector will be on here today, right after this show, and he's going to have his betting... um, Show so he could talk about all things that happened after the weekend. He's going to talk about all things that's coming up tonight, Monday night football, and he's going to talk about all things um, betting. Period. So his show is uh, the Stat Dad show. So if Christian, I don't know if you're here, Christian, can you put it in the um, chat? Maybe um, he will be on my channel today, um, but it'll be starting on Wednesday. And, uh, it will be on his channel called the stat lab. So make sure you guys check it out. The stat lab. He's going to be part of the, uh, coach JB show network. We're creating a network around this motherfucker. All right. So, um, anyway, start listening instead of hearing, man. That's all I want you to say. So stay tuned right afterwards. And, uh, Hector will come on with the betting show. All right, let me get down to some breakdown, man. First of all, Scott Frost and Notre Dame. All right, Scott Frost, Notre Dame. We all know what's happened. He got fired. I, I, I called it, but I didn't. I didn't call it maliciously. I just know this is the business. I hate to call out people and say this is this, this, and that. The truth of the matter is, this is the profession that we're in. It's the cold as the dope game. Okay, it is as cold as the dope game, and understand that is what it is. So. That's the Stat Lab, Coach JB Show. That's going to be Hector right there. So you can just copy and paste it in your deal. Um, So that's what it is. Scott Frost uh, clearly lost the locker room, the fan base, the boosters, you name it. Scott Frost lost it. And unfortunately, that's the game. That is the game. And that is what it is. So, um, it's just, Wyatt, I agree with you. It is a boring program now. And people still have a false sense of believing that Nebraska has a good roster. They actually don't have a good roster. Their roster is not very good. Northwestern has a better roster. And by the way, Duke just beat Northwestern. (laughs) man I already broke this down Wyatt so did Josh Heupel Josh Heupel won at UCF didn't he so how does Scott Frost win at UCF Josh Heupel wins at UCF George McLeary won at UCF UCF coaches win there you know why they have the best fucking roster basically in Florida but they definitely have the best talent in that division in that conference And all you got to do is not fuck it up. Remember, coaches lose games. Players win them. Don't ever get it twisted. Coaches lose games. Players win them. Coaching is very overrated. Get the best player to go the same direction at the same time. And it'll run through a wall for you. That'll buy into what you're saying. And you'll be surprised how many fucking football games you can win. But lie to kids, bullshit them, tell them false sweet nothings and let them go transfer. Let them fucking suck up and not fucking bend over when the going gets tough like Nebraska has done. Like A&M has done. If you don't think Texas A&M has lost all faith in Jimbo Fisher, you don't know football very well and you definitely don't know kids or the dynamic in which they come from. You don't know the demographic where they come from. If you think That, yes, they did, Bruce Helms, by the way. UCF did have a better roster than all those teams you mentioned. Do they right now? I didn't say right now. I said during Heupel and Scott Frost era, UCF had the best roster in the state of Florida. So anytime you want to get up here and talk about it and fight me, go ahead. But become a member first, motherfucker. So, UCF is actually a private institution also, and you can't look up their salaries. And when George McLeary, or what was his name? Um, O'Leary. When O'Leary was there, there was rumors out there he was making more than Bobby fucking Bowden. But see, people don't want to talk about that. But anyway, what do I know? (laughs) You know more than me, homie. I don't know nothing. I don't have kids all over the country. I don't know coaches at every program. I don't know anything. What do I know? It blows my mind that motherfuckers really fight me on certain shit. (laughs) It's like, fuck, I wish I could show you text messages and shit. But I'll never put another motherfucker on blast like that. Um, Having said that, Texas A&M's lost the roster. The roster is completely over Jimbo Fisher. Number one, I know Jimbo Fisher. I know in dealing with Jimbo Fisher, I'm not a Jimbo Fisher fan. A, B, um, if you think that fan base or that roster is still listening to him, you are fucking confused, and you should just stay to stick to Twitter, dog. Stick to fucking Twitter. That roster, that locker room is completely looking the other way when Jimbo Fisher talks now. And I got buddies on that staff. I'm not going to say no names. I'm not going to tell you. I'll just tell you certain conversations over the last two years. All Jimbo Fisher cares about is offense, running plays. He's hardly in the office like a head coach of a power five making $10 million a year should be. He has no real fucking, doesn't doesn't have that thumb on the heartbeat of the team. The team knows he's there for the money. It is a bad situation. It's the epitome of why you don't coach. It is the epitome. If you coach for money, you're in the wrong fucking deal. You're in the wrong fucking deal. And if you coach for the right reasons, you usually make a lot of money. That's the big difference. There's He is in it for the wrong fucking reason and... I guess somebody came out talking about his offense is uh, outdated, like some milk or something. I saw somebody send me a thing. His his offense is outdated. Well, that guy is an idiot, too. See, the media is also a bunch of fucking idiots, and they say a lot of dumb shit. Okay? Number one, Jim O'Fish is very, very smart guy. Very, 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 very smart guy on offense. He's a hell of an offensive guy. Number one. Number two. To talk about an offense being outdated and saying the milk was 2014 and da 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 da, you don't know football. See, it's a media guy again talking about some shit. So let me let me break this down. So is is Bill Walsh's offense? Is Bill Walsh's? Yeah, Brad Richardson sent me a thing about this media person talking about Jimbo Fisher's offense being old. Brad, let me let me ask you this: Is Bill Walsh's offense outdated. Last time I checked, about 75% of the NFL still runs Bill Walsh's concepts and ideologies and philosophies. (laughs) And he's been dead for fucking how long? And how long ago was the offense in place for the Niners when Steve Young and Joe Montana won the Super Bowls and when they were one of the best teams in the fucking universe? and one of the best of all time. Last time I checked, we still run Bill Walsh offense. I know people still using Bill Walsh concepts today and having a lot of success. Ask Steve Sarkeesian. Ask Lane Kiffin. Ask all these motherfuckers if they're not still using Bill Walsh shit. So how the fuck are you going to come out and say it's outdated? So let me know. Is there a new alien offense? Did the aliens drop off some new offense for us, and we got it now, and now we can use it? People say some crazy shit. And you know what happens? People really clickbait that bitch. We really click on it and they're like, damn, maybe his offense is. This is what you get on TikTok and Twitter. Damn, that's uh, he. My, that offense is old as fuck. But you know nothing. You know nothing. You know how old my donuts are, motherfucker, that you serve me. You don't know shit about shit else. That's the problem about it. So... Kenny, good looking, dog. We'll watch that film, brother. Um, So, having an outdated offense, I don't believe he's done that. I don't believe it's outdated. I believe the team has lost what he's saying and doesn't listen at all to him. I think he's lost the roster and the locker room. It ain't nothing about the offense. So, hit the like button, man. One, two, three. Clap it up. Hit the like button for me, man. Uh, subscribe. Become a member. Appreciate you, uh, Rockhead. Um. So, Nebraska loses, coach fired. How many games does a and lose before they bring in this $40 million recruiting roster before they fire Jimbo Fisher is my question. He's got a 10-year contract. They have to pay him a lot of money. Guess what? a and has a lot of money. a and has a lot of fucking money. It's called oil money. a and may have more money than anybody in the country. I can see AM paying that motherfucker to leave just like they do every fucking year with this recyclable fucking business we're in. And people want to know, why. who would you hire in Nebraska? Coach, JB should be the new coach. <laughs> hey, I appreciate all the sentiment. I appreciate all the fan base saying it. It'll never happen. People aren't going to hire me, dog. They're scared. Just remember, they are scared of someone like me. But they will recycle and hire another motherfucker. By the way, the guys they hire have never won. Willie Taggart, never won nothing. They paid him 17 mil at Florida State to leave. Gus Malzahn, never won shit. What did he win? Beat Alabama once. Got to some big bowl games. Never won a fucking meaningful natty. He was OC for a team that won a natty. They beat Oregon. He wasn't the head coach. So again, what has he won? Guess what, though? Paid him $21 million to leave Auburn. Mario Cristobal. What has he won? He hasn't won shit. Coach, he did this. He did a recruiting. He did this. What has he won? James Franklin. What has he won? Dabo's won. Deserves every bit of it. He's won multiple. Him and Nick Saban are the only two coaches, in my fucking opinion, that deserve the big bag. Everyone else should earn it. Why can't Ph.D. holding people, presidents of universities, understand this financial fucking concept? How about we pay these guys 500K, a million? And then. And then they earn it and we pay them this big bag. Why are we continuing to pay people this godly amount of money? ungodly amount of money and they don't win and we fire them is that not the definition of an insanity is it not the definition of insanity i'm i'm confused okay kirby won last year bro he won first time last year let's see if he wins multiple god damn no shit you got like i don't know he won last year (laughs) Motherfuckers are so... Again, you're just hearing me. You're not listening. Shut the fuck up, Bruce Helms. Listen for once. And fucking maybe you'll learn something. And then you come out with a comment. Urban Meyer's not coaching though right now. (laughs) God damn. So the only ones that deserve the money. Urban Meyer, Pete Carroll, Dabo Sweeney, and Nick Saban. They've won multiple natties. They're the only ones that deserve it. Everyone else should fucking... Earn it. Everyone else should earn it. So, Henry May, you sure know a lot for for being nobody. Send me your resume over here, homie. Let us see your resume before I block you because you're not a member. You're a troll in my opinion. And if you can't afford $1.99 a month to prove your worth, then you should get the fuck out of here and go do something else. Because you sound like a fucking idiot. Because all you like to do is talk. And that means you're hearing, you're not listening. And you already heard the definition. So get the fuck up out of here. You just stay talking nonsense, homie. And I'm ready to block you because I just keep seeing your fucking dumb name pop up. I don't like your name, homie. I gotta be honest. I don't like your fucking name. Your name irritates me. (laughs) Um... Everything I say, this motherfucker says something else. (laughs) Because he's a clout chaser. He's a dick writer. His jaws are filled with balls. That is what he is. And he is a bitch-made cat. Go get you some bitch-made cat shirts, dog. Hey, I got a new shirt out on the website. When, what's important now. That is a shirt you guys can wear. It's not offensive like all my other shit. So go get you one. CoachJBStore.com Um... But what do I know? College football landscape's not watered down, coach. It's more equitable. Baylor number nine, loses to BYU. Great friend of mine, one of my best friends in this fucking coaching fraternity, Kalani Satake, uh, continues to prove he's good. People on the website, Coach Kalani, new head coach at Nebraska. I, I, I text Kalani that, and he laughs just like I do. Dog, they're not hiring a Polynesian at Lincoln, Nebraska. (laughs) They're not hiring someone like me in Lincoln, Nebraska. You guys don't get it. I appreciate it. I'm just giving you free game. I'm giving you realness. You don't, coach, you put in your resume yet at Nebraska? (laughs) It doesn't work that way. This ain't fucking Walmart. I can't apply to Walmart. This isn't Walmart. (laughs) Let me get that glare off my TV, dog. I didn't know I had it going on. Um, This ain't Walmart, homie. I can go and apply. Hey, can I apply for the job? I'm a fucking slapdick. dick. No, it's not. You can't apply like Walmart, okay? So, sorry. That's not how this works. They call you. They have a search committee they put together. They pay millions of dollars to a search committee to find the new head coach. Guess what they do? They go around to all the fucking Division ones. They don't go to Division II, NAIA, JUCO, or a guy sitting at the house doing a podcast. Okay? Sorry. Um, so anyway, college football is watered down. As you see, not only did those three teams lose, we also had a bunch of close games that you usually don't get. By the way, uh, Clemson beat Furman 35-12. If you think that's a dominant performance against a Furman team, then you are very, very sadly mistaken once again. There is a lot going on out there that I, have, I don't have enough time to break down every scenario, but it is clearly watered down. And besides Alabama, maybe Georgia, we'll see about a couple other teams. After watching Alabama-Texas... I kind of see the bigger pictures happening here in front of our very eyes as well. The, 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 the top dog landscape is starting to water down as well because Texas is not ready yet, and they're getting closer. So I told you, Sart's a hell of a recruiter. He's going to get Kai's in there. If his defense can play that well right there, Texas is a problem going forward. But having said that, are they that close to Alabama's roster already? To should have won that game. They should have won that game. That was my only college loss of the of the weekend out of the five I picked. I picked Texas to lose. I, I, I picked Alabama to cover. Bryce Young did not look good. Texas stymied him with a lot of zone dropout pressures and brought brought front, they got some front 4 pressure, and then they got to drop out and confuse Bryce Young. They got into an odd front and started twisting and fucking with them. They did some good things on defense. No, no, no surprise, Gary Patterson's an analyst on that staff. Sark did a hell of a job hiring him as an analyst, even though he's not a fucking full-time coach. He's an analyst on that staff. And he has clearly got his fucking thumbprint on that defense. And they did a lot of things he's done at TCU for a long, long time. My, by the way, he is a, he is a um, Kansas native. Um he's a Kansas native. Um, Wyatt Fieldon, USC looks ready. See, that's the shit, that's the shit that irritates me, dog. This is the type of shit that irritates me. People want to anoint folks after one week of football, after two weeks of football. They played Rice and Stanford, homie. Calm down. And and Stanford scored way too many points on USC, by the way. So they don't look ready. God damn. Carson Wentz is going to be a fucking pro bowler. I heard that in here today. (laughs) You got to be shitting me. He's going to be a pro bowler after they beat Jacksonville? (laughs) Homie, I... It fucking blows my mind that you motherfuckers come out and say that shit, dog. Calm down. And then they're gonna lose. They're gonna lose the next... They're they're gonna lose the next week. And then you're gonna be like, oh, they're shitty. Because this is all you do. You guys just fucking anoint. It's like, God damn. Um... I told you last week, this NFL weekend is going to be the shittiest one to bet. Why? Because they every defense had nine months to prepare for the first opponent. Now let's watch this week's games. When you have four days to uh, prepare for an opponent. And the same with college. We have four days to prepare now going forward. Now, coaching is going to be more imperative. It's going to be more crucial. It's critical as far as down and distance. Time management, clock management, where we use timeouts, four-minute offense, two-minute offense, defense, red zone offense. All these things are going to matter. Critically going to happen in four days now. Scouting reports is when coaches get paid their dollars. That's what I pride myself in is doing scouting reports and make sure that's why I spent all Sunday there, dog. It is what it is. All in. All gas, no brakes. This is a two-foot-in, two-feet-in business. This isn't a one-foot-in business, dog. I I mean, I'm just saying. This is not a one-foot-in two... F- <coughs> My bad. This is a two-foot-in business. So... I'm just telling you like understand that please understand that okay um wow um shit anyway um what time is it it's 10 yeah 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 yeah. um I'll go about 30 more minutes. I'll go about 30 more minutes, and then Hector's going to jump on after and do the betting show. Listen, i got so much to talk about. I'm saving some of it for the 1 o'clock show today, so make sure you pop on at 1 o'clock. If you don't, make sure you put on your notifications, on your bell notifications on YouTube. Make sure you get my notification when we come on. I'll be on tonight with Matt McChesney as well. Um, Davis Mills is a better quarterback than Dak Prescott right now. Davis Mills is better than Dak Prescott right now. Don't get it fucking twisted. I'm telling you. Coach, you said Matt Ryan. I did say. And I showed video of him last night looking pretty damn good. Did he throw five touchdowns? No. First game in the fucking system. First game in the offense. But Matt Ryan still did what NFL quarterbacks are supposed to do. Climb the pocket. Step back. Step forward. Make throws. Eyes downfield. Eyes On time. Matt Ryan did that. Gave his team a chance to win. They were down big. Remember, they were down 17 or whatever. So, the Colts will be fine, dog. Relax. The Colts will be all right. Um, I got them going to the fucking AFC title game, by the way. So, um, I have a lot of quarterbacks to break down today. I can't get it all done in the morning show, but I will get it done in the afternoon. Um... Baker Mayfield came out, looked horrible. I did a video like, dog, you have to show some nuts and guts if you're going to go to the team that cut you and traded you and shit on you and show no moxie or nuts to come out and try to fucking beat that team. I was like, this is the Baker we know. And then Baker came out and... Um, Baker came out and, like, fucking. Baker came out and fucking struggled. And then the fourth quarter, he, he he does a few couple few plays, really predicated from the run game. And then, by the way, McCaffrey's not McCaffrey. I told you guys, you, but what do I know? That's what this show should be called. What do I know? Because, dog, at the end of the day, (laughs) I said Saquon Barkley and McCaffrey, two bleeders. They play running back. They don't last very long in this league. They just don't, dog. They don't last long. This is a league they don't last very long in. And they look Old already, like Christian said in the chat, Zeke looked young. Zeke looked good. He lost some weight. He, but they gave him the ball ten times. They gave him the ball ten fucking times. (sighs) Yeah, I do. But do you want to know why? Is another one. Do you want to know why? All these different things. Um, New England loses. Tua does nothing, okay? I don't want to hear about Tua. What did he do? What did Tua do? I saw Tua miss about five wide-open motherfuckers. Apparently, he's the he's the most accurate quarterback, but he misses everybody wide open. He is not fucking very good. He's not very good. Um, Not very good. Robert Rose, you must be new to the show. I got Denver in the fucking Super Bowl, bruh. Some of you guys are new. I appreciate you guys coming on over. Hit the like button. Subscribe. Become a member. Make sure you guys hit the like button, man. 200 people damn near in here. And uh, I don't know how many likes we have, but make sure every one of you just hit the like button one time. We'll be fucking straight. Um, Kansas State is also a pretty good football team. I told you them and KU are going to have a barn burner at the end of the season. Because at the end of the day, uh, end of the day uh, he's done a good job too. And by the way, he beat... Missouri, beat the brakes off Missouri. Can we just please t- stop talking about the SEC being that good? <laughs> Come on, man. Can we stop with the SEC being this, multi- this huge power? Take out Georgia and Alabama. The SEC is absolute dog shit. Tennessee, are they going to be on the rise? We'll see. Kentucky, we'll see. Florida is who I thought they were. Right? I told you, Utah lost to the worst fucking team in the SEC, and that's what it's going to come down to. But again, can we talk about Missouri? Can we talk about Missouri getting beat by 40 to a horrible, we'll see how good K-State ends up being, but the last few years, a bad football team in the fucking Big 12? <laughs> Come on, man. You guys are killing me with this SEC shit. I don't hype up the Pac 12, do I? Because I'm a homer? Man, there's a difference between a homer and a realist. I'm a fucking realist. Pac 12's garbage from top to bottom. We'll see what SEC could do. They are garbage. So, I told you Pitt wasn't very good. West Virginia should have beat him. Can you just beat West Virginia? Fuck, homie. But what do I know? <laughs> a team that's won one game in two years just beat West Virginia, who should have beat Pitt. Come on, man. You can ride or die. Sarah's a ride or die SEC. God damn it! Fuck. God damn it! i am just lost everything, I think. Move! You guys still there? I might have lost everything because this fucking dogs, man. Hold on. Fuck, dude. Stay over there! You think they're in good hands with the QB they got, huh? Oh, man, definitely, man. I appreciate, uh, appreciate you, man. But yeah, I think I think Kentucky's in, in, uh, in good hands of Will Davis, man. I believe that's a prototypical style uh, pro quarterback, you know, with, uh, with Nick Scangirella coming in as the O.C., a former O.C. of the NFL, having a guy like Liam Cohen last year, you know, introducing that new style of offense, which was one of the most exciting times to watch a Kentucky offense play. I uh, mean, you know, no disrespect to anybody that was, you know, a part of the offenses before, but You know, just being able to see Kentucky run the ball and then be able to... All right, you there? Hope you guys still got me. I lost power. My fucking dogs, man. All right. uh... All right, good. Um... All right. Yeah, remember, I don't do a recorded show, you fucking idiots. Andy Fahm. I'm sure that's your birth certificate name, right? (laughs) right. Oh my God, the dick writers are real. All right, I got so much to discuss, dog. Let me let me break down something else. Trubisky's a winner, contrary to your belief. Sorry, Trubisky's a winner. He took Chicago to two playoff, t- two playoffs, two. By the way, with the coach, you guys. Bag to get rid of. And then yesterday, Fields looks like hammered dog shit. Justin Fields looks like hammered dog shit. And the offense is horrible. Coach, he played in the rain. That is a fucking excuse that I got for Trey Lance and Justin Fields yesterday. He played in a rain. (laughs) Some of you motherfuckers really make excuses for excuses, homie. Bruce Helms, shut the fuck up about the weather, motherfucker. You don't think I played in bad weather? Do you think Tom Brady's won seven Super Bowls in fucking sunny New England in December? I think he's won some games in a fucking torrential snow fucking game. So did Aaron Rodgers, Brett Favre, Joe Montana, Steve Young. I can go on and on who the fuck has played in bad weather. You're bitching about playing in 90 degree heat with rain? Are you fucking joking me? That's your excuse for the quarterback that makes millions of dollars in the NFL? Shut the fuck up. We play in the rain, homie. That is why the NFL plays outside. Did you know that the fucking football game we call Football Americano is actually played outdoors? Did you know they played used to play on fucking real grass in the mud? Did you know that? Oh, now we can play. Is that how fucking soft we've become? We make excuses now for playing the game outdoors? Holy shit, Tommy. You fucking pussy, soft, cunt motherfuckers, dog. You fucking have excuses for all these motherfuckers, dog. It blows my motherfucking mind how many soft, puss-ass excuses you fucks make for all these shitty, whiny, bitch-made-ass players. Holy fuck. How about you start holding them accountable and say, motherfucker, I'm paying you $10 million, bitch, motherfucker. Throw the fucking ball on time. Nah, you won't do that shit because you're scared. You don't hold motherfuckers accountable because you're a bitch-made cat. Period. I want to make excuses. They're in the rain. It's 90 degrees, motherfucker. It ain't like it's in the snow and the ball's fucking covered in ice. Throw that ball and then talk. You motherfuckers got excuses for everybody, dog. It blows my fucking mind. Dak Prescott is a bleeder. Just telling you, he's a bleeder. He's like CP2. Chris Paul, he's a bleeder. I, I take a lot of heat for calling him CP2. Everyone blows me up. It's CP2. That is who Chris Paul is, by the way. If you ever hear me reference that. CP3 is a girl named Candace Parker. She's actually won titles. <laughs> uh, I told you the Green Bay was going to struggle. I picked the Vikings to win the game yesterday, by the way. I told you they're going to fucking struggle. Did I not? I told you they were going to struggle. I told you that Derek Carr is asshole. Did I not? Was I wrong? But what do I know, homie? I don't know nothing. You guys all know more. Derek Carr is horrible. He's garbage. So, just I'm just throwing it out there. He's fucking garbage. So, Tom Brady looked good for 45 years old. I'm going to keep it 100. He looked fucking good. He looked better than 90% of the quarterbacks that played yesterday, dog. The only guys that looked better yesterday were probably Mahomes and Allen. I mean, this weekend. This weekend. Probably the only two that looked better. I'm going to be honest. Tom Brady threw the ball from the pocket on time, got rid of it, Made great. even the drop balls he had, he was taking chin shots, delivering it on time and it is what it is. Um, oh, man, we got some dumb motherfuckers that come in this chat. I can't believe the trolls I get in the morning. It's fucking unbelievable. Um, dog, it ain't just Adams. Devon Aaron Rodgers don't have anyone. He hasn't had anyone in years. They absolutely have fucked him, and I... I commend him for staying dog, but I would I would that's a guy that I would not be mad at for leaving. That is a motherfucker that I actually wouldn't have been mad at for leaving. So again, this motherfucker's anointing Carson Wentz after one game versus Jacksonville, who had the worst defense in the league last year, and now he's the best thing going. <laughs> So Derek Carr versus Justin Herbert. Did you see the game? Did you watch it? Can you tell the difference in the two? The difference between the one guy that has the it factor, knows how to get it out, throws it on time, throws it under pressure, to the other guy that throws pick after pick after fumble. Then he throws a pick. Then he fumbles again. And then he leads his team back. But he got Devontae Adams 10 catches for 130 yards. And they lost. (laughs) (laughs) Homie, I told you. Devontae Adams, just wait is going to have a bad year. And you can throw to him all fucking game long. It don't matter. I'm just telling you. The difference between Carr and Herbert are light years already. Already. So Aaron Rodgers, Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousins looked better than Aaron Rodgers yesterday. Why? He's got better receivers, he had a better O-line. And his defense looked better, but Green Bay supposedly has this best great defense. They sure look shitty. They had a defensive end out oh, in the in the alley over Justin Jefferson. So now, wait, wait, wait! What the fuck is going on with the Green Bay's defense? You just fucking traded everybody to go on defense. You got rid of Dante Adams. You picked a fucking thousand guys to come on defense, and you guys have actually were horrible on defense. Just schematically speaking, Green Bay looks bad. Bad. So Mahomes and Kyler Murray. Match those two up. We're gonna match them up later with Zach uh, Smith. But Kyler Murray and Mahomes. Mahomes had a great night against a shitty defense. I said it again. It's not, we're already anointing Mahomes. Told you, coach, he's the best let's fucking calm down. He played Arizona, a horrible team with a horrible defense and a horrible quarterback on the other side. So when you got a horrible quarterback on the other side who's three and out all the fucking time and then you have more opportunities on offense, you're going to have more opportunities on offense as the quarterback. Calm the fuck down, anointing him as the best thing going. Daniel Jones, what did I say? He's going to have the best year of his career. That is exactly what I said, too. You're comparing Daniel Jones to Justin Fields? Shut the fuck up. No, I am not. And I would take Daniel Jones over Justin Fields. Yes, I would. But I'm not comparing him saying he's better than all these other quarterbacks. I said that Daniel Jones is going to have his best year this year. Have I not said that? But what do I know? He throws a pick. He comes right back and scores to take the lead. They win the game. First New York win in nine years on game one. Daniel Jones is going to have a good year. Mark my fucking words. What did I say? What do I know, though? So far, just so you know, I have yet to miss. I have yet to miss. I haven't missed shit this this weekend either, by the way. And Carson Wentz. You play, Justin, you play Jacksonville, homie. Calm down. Calm down. <laughs> you play Jacksonville. Let's see who they play next. Let's see them play the Eagles. By the way, you know the team that I'm impressed about? The Detroit Lions. I am impressed with the Detroit Lions' fight. They fight for that staff. They fight for that staff. And kudos to Detroit and, and that staff. They were down big. They came back and battled. Um, man, Ash is like a babe, uh, is a kid, homie. I swear to God, he's a kid, dog. I woke up this morning, motherfucker's sleeping in my bed, and he's pawing me like this, fucking trying to play with me. And I didn't know he got in my bed. The motherfucker, he's a little kid, homie. Keeps me up all night. Like, he's he's only eight months old, so he's still a puppy. But goddamn, damn. Um, Carson Wentz is garbage. I mean, come on, dog. Just calm down. Um, no, he ain't the alpha, and Alexander. I wish he was. Bonham's a killer, homie. Bonham's a 150-pound killer. Beautiful, nicest dog ever, but he's the alpha. So, uh, he's definitely the alpha. Um. um yeah. Yeah. Um, Carson Wentz is not the guy. But anyway, Barstool retweeted my tweet and shit and and all this. And uh he uh and all the comments in there from all the coaches are blowing my mind. They're blowing my mind. Uh, I did talk about Texas and and Alabama already. Uh, There's so much to talk about. We're going to save some of it for 1 o'clock today. And then if you don't get to come in at 1 live, you can come in and always watch it at the end. New England, and I told you, what did I tell you? I told you New England was going to struggle. And I told you that Mac Jones was going to have a down year. I told you that Burrow and Cincinnati was going to have a down year. Did I not say that on my show? That Cincinnati is not going to be the same and that Burrow is going to have some sophomore woes. Coach, this is his third year. No, it's not. It's his second. Because year one, he got hurt. Year two, he goes to the Super Bowl. Year three is this year. This is really his second year playing. Again, but what do I know to all the fucking naysayers that don't listen but hear? I told you Burrow's a top three quarterback in my opinion. I also told you he's going to have a down year. It happens. I told you that on this fucking very show. Go back. I got the receipt so I can go back and pull it up. <laughs> so, I'm just telling you Cincinnati's is going to fucking have some issues this year. God damn it, Ash. Move. Hey, man, my dog's just continuing to fuck with me today, so I apologize. Um, He is a fucking shitbird extraordinaire, and apparently I got some loose wires, because if he's just hitting wires, this shit shouldn't be ending like this, but it is what it is. Um, So now my whole fucking computer screen is fucked up, so now I'm lost on everything, so now I'm all fucked up. Now my shit's on the right side instead of the left. Oh, man, it's a shit show over here right now, brother. Um, Anyway, I uh, appreciate everybody coming in, man. Yeah, the dog's winning. He's beating my ass this morning, Ouse. I'm going to be honest. But we're going to break down all things football this whole day. Me and Zach's going to get into it about some things. Me and Matt are going to break down everything football tonight on the RPO show. Uh, I got so much to talk about Um I told you, though, Burrow was going to struggle. I told you Burrow was going to struggle. I told you the Cincinnati was going to struggle. I told you that these teams aren't the same. Every year in the NFL changes shit. Shit changes, dog. The NFL shit changes. So, just telling you. Uh, Hey, man, listen. uh, I'm going to get into so much more of this. If you guys want to call in this morning, if you guys have any questions, you want to call in, you want to talk, Ask a question. The link is in the chat right there. You guys can feel free to call in and uh, chop it up. I smoked some ribs yesterday. They came out fabulous, of course, over some baked beans, of course. My brown sugar baked beans, uh, barbecue baked beans. Um, I had a little drainage issue last night. As you, I don't know if you saw. I had some uh, flooding going on. Today looks like a beautiful day out. All my drains have uh, drained a little bit. They drained down, so we're okay. We're all good. I got some... Some uh enzymes uh enzyme uh, unpluggers in there that eats away. What it is is dog, it's four dogs' hair. It's four dogs hair is what clogs my shit up. And I got mulch and that shit clogs it up. So other than that, nah it's not raining no more. So I'm I'm good on that that front. Um but uh the Rams, I think the Rams will be okay. The Rams are gonna be okay. Don't worry about the Rams, okay? Buffalo, I told you, had nine months to prepare for a Ram team with a new offensive roster. They got to get Allen Robinson involved. They got they lost their best left tackle, one of the best in football. Calm down. They'll be okay. Um, Miami Dolphins, the weird fuck won his game, first game. Kudos to him. Shit. Shout out to the motherfucker. I don't see Miami being that formidable this year, but he, kudos to him beating... Uh, uh, New England, by the way, Flores beat New England three out of four years, three out of four times. His last four games, by the way, too. So, uh, yeah, I heard that. I heard that they had a huge fire in the parking lot because some guy had a fucking barbecue. I bet you that ended the barbecue scene. I bet you they won't have barbecues no more. And that's what people do. See, it takes one bad apple to ruin the whole batch. We got one fuck stick ruins the entire fucking thing. And that's what that's what you get. You get a fuck stick who blows up five cars. Because he can't put out his fucking coal because he's so shit faced, he has to run in to go watch Tua throw balls all over the park to wide open Tyree Kill. <laughs> uh, we're gonna break down all kind of shit tonight, man, live and and uh, and then and then uh, and then Hector's gonna do the betting segment of this um, uh, show. He's gonna he's got his bet, betting segment, and we're gonna do that and. Uh, Um, Hector's going to talk all things betting and then yeah Baker's shitty I told you that Carolina's not a very good team he'll be fired Rule's going to be fired this year there's going to be so much movement man and then in college man the unfortunate part is we're going to fucking continue to fire coaches at the college level even though there's a false sense by, for presidents presidents and these people these ADs that think that it's going to be a, some new guy's going to come in and win at Nebraska tomorrow it's going to be the same shit It's going to take time. They managed the portal horribly, and they took portal kids they shouldn't have, and they lost portal kids they shouldn't have. So they abused the portal in the wrong way, and they got abused in the wrong way. That is the difference between this portal teams that do decent and the portal teams that struggle. Nebraska's a portal team that struggles, and there's so many other ones out there. And Scott Frost, unfortunately, is the is the scapegoat. He's the scapegoat from a bad organized run institution when it comes to athletics. It is what it is. Nebraska's not what they were when Tom Osborne was there. Sorry, fan base, but I love you motherfuckers. You continue to show up at Memorial Stadium sold out. That is a tradition that like no other. And I hope you continue to do it, man, because that is a great atmosphere. And I would love to coach in front of that shit. There's no way I could drop my donuts every weekend thinking that I couldn't do it. So, um, it's crazy. No, I didn't see that picture, Matthew. Uh, make sure you guys hit the like button, subscribe, become a member today, man. We're gonna uh, we're gonna have a lot of things in store today. We got the we got the one o'clock show. Um, we got. We have the one o'clock show. we have the uh, six o'clock halftime football show tonight me and Matt McChesney. and right after this, my main man Hector's going live um, on the betting show right here on that on the on the network. He's gonna be on his show on his channel um, which is I believe we posted it earlier. Christian, if you could drop it on the on the ticker. Uh, make sure you gotta go on over to Hector's show and watch that betting extraordinaire. That motherfucker gets his bet on, and he wins. By the way, he's going to talk about this weekend's picks and this week's picks and tonight's pick. I would all jump on over to Hector's show right here in a couple minutes and get tonight's line and get the pick and uh, and get Hector's thoughts on the pick and uh, and go from there. So, going to be very interesting. Maybe. Maybe. Damn, Sarah sent me some crazy shit right there. Uh, I don't know. Can you copy and paste? Can you copy that link into your guys's uh, into your guys' browser? Uh, hopefully you can. So uh, I told you guys I picked the Falcons to cover. Falcons covered, and they should have won the football game. That was bad time man- clock management, I thought, by Arthur Smith. But again, I think Atlanta's better than people thought. I think the NFL's going to be tightly played this year. Going to be very tightly played this year. So, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, Yeah, Josh, you can call in. You can call in. We'll talk, chop it up. We can call in, chop it up. Um, Matthew started Dak last night. Yeah, Dak's bad, dude. And I've been saying that. (laughs) I take Kirk Cousins all fucking day long over Dak. There's a reason why they he got paid first too. But what do I know? Hey. Thanks for coming in on the Wake Up Show, man. Head on over to Hector's show. He's going to be doing the betting show to, right after this, Stat Dat. And uh, it's right there. The link is right there. Head on over there. It's right there on the screen. Check him out. Um, he talks about the betting. He don't lose too much. And uh, it's a good show to watch. He's going to be under our network, so it's a good to have him and Wido as well. We'll give you updates here and there. We'll be back at 1 o'clock for the Coach JB Show. Then we'll be back tonight again. Me and Matt McChesney will be on and we'll do everything college and NFL breakdown completely. Plus, the halftime show will include tonight's Denver-Seattle Seahawks game, which I'm eager to see Russell Wilson return to Seattle and the 12th man. Hey, man, I appreciate you joining me this morning. Make sure you pound the like button before you get out of here and become a member the best ninety nine you can buy. Head on over to my Patreon that's in my link tree and go to CoachJBStore.com, get you some whiskey, get you some merch appreciate you guys man I'll see you today at one o'clock peace I'm a chameleon they call me man yeah. I can go in there walk into any any type of, uh, any home, any background, walk down any street in, in the country, in my opinion. And I think that real recognizes real. It's a new, new venture that have. The Coach JB Show with the fabulous Sarah Blake. I am ready to do some content. The Coach JB Show. The Give it to you straight. No chaser. Sarah Blake.